You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Greetings and welcome in to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Central Florida. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is episode 151. I'm going to be answering the question, what is theonomy? That's right, you heard that right. Theonomy, not theology. They are two different things. And excited to uh, dive into this content. Before we do, reminder about the importance of being subscribed to the podcast. I know many of you are already subscribed, but if you're not, I want to encourage you to be subscribed. This is the only way to guarantee you never miss a single episode of the podcast. So head on over to the website, theologyfortherestofus.com, and click on one of the subscription buttons there. Also, if you've not had a chance to leave a review, I would ask you if you could do that as soon as possible. That would be a huge, huge help to the podcast. The more good reviews we have, uh, the more likely people are to find us when they're searching for, uh, for certain terms like theology, God, or Bible. So if you could do that, head on over to whatever app or directory you're familiar with. Leave, a, leave us a five-star rating or a really great review. That would be a big, big help. Thank you in advance. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. What is theonomy? Uh, theonomy, in essence, is the idea that the law of the Old Testament is still morally binding. Now, we all know uh, that, or I hope we would all know, uh, that we as Christians are not saved by the Old Testament, by the laws of the Old Testament. We are no longer under the obligations of the Old Testament. Christ uh, he came and he lived perfectly in accordance with the with the law of God's moral law as well as all of the the law that was uh, prescribed in the Old Testament. He fulfilled the law and all of the expectations of the law. And those of us who are in Christ are no longer under any of the obligations or expectations of the Old Testament in terms of our salvation. We are not saved by fulfilling the law or following any rules. We are saved by our faith in Christ and Christ alone. In fact, I, I dialogued quite a bit about this uh, in a variety of different episodes early on, uh, but the episode I really touched on this was in episode 28. I talked about the topic of justification, how we are justified, or our sin is wiped clean as if we'd never even sinned, and that is triggered by our faith in Christ. We are fully justified because we are in Christ. Some of the other episodes I've mentioned, uh, Old Testament law, episode 118, I answered the question, you know, why did God declare pork unclean in the Old Testament and then clean in the New Testament? Uh, I dialogue there about Old Testament law and Old Testament regulations regarding pork and why that's applicable to Christians today. On episode 115, I answered the question, are tattoos wrong or are tattoos appropriate? Is it okay for Christians to get tattoos? Again, that had a lot to do with the Old Testament laws and how we are no longer under the obligations of those laws. In episode 41, I talked about why Christians should stop tithing. That's right. If you're a person of faith, you believe in Jesus, stop tithing immediately. Go listen to episode 41 and understand why I say that. Uh, and ultimately, we are under none of the obligations of the Old Testament in terms of our salvation. And, and there's no person who's a Christian who believes that. If someone believes that or espouses that, they're not a Christian. They're something different altogether, right? It's a, it's some, it's a perverted or twisted version of Christianity. No, like the only way to be justified, to be saved, to be rescued, to have friendship with God and to spend eternity with him, the only way is through faith in Christ and in Christ alone. That's it. And once you put your faith in Christ, you are fully justified and you are declared righteous. Now, with that stated, we understand we're not under the obligations of the law. We're not saved by the law. We're saved by faith in Christ and Christ alone. We know that. 
However, there are some Christians that would say, while we're not obligated to live under the law, the law is helpful. Like we're not obligated to fulfill the expectations of the Old Testament in terms of you know the the Jewish law, the Hebrew law, the law of Moses. However, it is helpful to do what the Old Testament tells us to do. That we ought to follow the law. It's it's helpful in being a guide. That's what some Christians would say, and I don't even think that's all wrong. I don't know that I would agree with that a hundred percent, but I understand the point of that. And it makes sense to a large part. There are some people that would say, "Hey, yeah, we can eat pork if you want to, but pork isn't healthy for you, so you should not eat it." Like some people would say that. I I would disagree with that, but I understand it and it makes sense. Now. There is another group of people beyond that, right? Like the, the first group says, we're not obligated, but it's helpful. There's another group that says, no, that the law is actually morally binding. And this is what we would call a theonomist or someone who follows theonomy. Theonomy being the, the understanding or the, the, the principle that the Old Testament law is still morally binding to Christians today. So I'm not obligated to follow the Old Testament law. I'm, I'm justified by faith. But if I don't seek to apply the law to my life, I'm in sin in some way. So, for example, I would say to you, yeah, maybe it's helpful to, you know, limit how much pork you eat or, or maybe not eat as much of it. Like, that might be helpful to our physical bodies. A theonomist would say, no, it, it, you are morally binding. You are actually in the wrong by not trying to, you know, to apply that to your life. Or theonomists may say, well, what was the purpose of the law? For no pork, like I talk about a lot, a lot about this in episode 118. The anonymous would say, "Well, the purpose of not eating pork was for them to be healthy and to distinguish themselves, to be different than all of the people, and therefore we should not eat pork so that we can be healthy and we can distinguish distinguish ourselves." different from all the other people. And some theonomists would take it even a step further and say that anything that's not healthy, like pork is unhealthy, and anything that could distinguish us from the people in our society, like pork distinguished, uh, made the Hebrews different from the people in their society, we should also you know, avoid those sorts of foods. And that it is actually sinful or wrong if you don't seek to apply that principle to your life. So again, the theonomist looks at the Old Testament and says, I'm not obligated to fulfill the law, but the the moral understandings of what's going on in this passage applies to me today, and I am morally obligated to not only seek to to fulfill some of the laws of the Old Testament or all of the laws of the Old Testament, but I'm also morally obligated to apply to my life whatever moral understanding we can gain from that passage in the Old Testament. Many evangelicals in, in modern times would say that we are not under the obligation of the Old Testament, but maybe it wouldn't harm us to live under some of the laws of the Old Testament, and maybe, in fact, it is helpful. The theonomist takes it a much bigger step further and says we are not saved by the law and following the law, but that we are morally obligated, that we ought to be following the laws and the expectations of the Old Testament, that, that not only are we, you know, not, not only is it helpful, but that we're actually in the wrong if we're not seeking on a daily basis to take the law and apply it to our lives in our contemporary context. That the laws of Israel apply to us, not for our salvation, uh, but for our sanctification and for the, you know, the overall betterment of our lives. Now, some theonomists take it even a, a step further beyond that 
and, and begins to use a term called reconstructionism or, or this idea of Christian reconstructionism is the idea that we should reconstruct all of our societies and all families, and everything in the world to be in line with the moral code. The reconstructionist would say that, that our nation should apply the laws of Israel, that the laws that God gave Israel are the greatest laws that any country could ever have and therefore our nation should reflect that and, and that the and the Christian reconstructionists in many cases would say that we as Christians we have an obligation to engage with our culture and our government in such a way to try to get our government to become more in line with the laws of the of the nation of Israel in the Old Testament, that when we vote and then when we engage in culture, that's ultimately our desires, to reconstruct our society, to be in line with the way society was structured by God in the nation of Israel uh, in the Old Testament. Now, I have great appreciation for theonomists and reconstructionists. I, I value much of what they say. There's a lot of great writers and authors that I follow that are theonomists or reconstructionists that I like a lot. However, as I look through passages of scripture like Galatians, like Romans, like Hebrews, I can't help but think to myself, I simply disagree. I, I do believe that that reading the Old Testament is extremely valuable, as I've talked about in many previous episodes. I think there's great moral lessons that we can learn from the Old Testament law, like I talked about in 118 about pork and 115 with tattoos. Like I think there's great moral lessons that, that we can learn. I think there's great pastoral advice that, that pastors and church leaders can give to their people. I think that's awesome and great. There's a lot to learn, but I do not believe that the Old Testament law in that way, the way Theonomist would, applies to us today. Nor do I believe that we are morally obligated or morally bound to follow any rules or regulations given to us in the Mosaic Law of the Old Testament. I, I simply disagree with that line of thinking. I think it's inconsistent when I, when I read through the New Testament, in particular, uh, the book of Galatians. And so to my Theonomist friends, I love you. I respect you. I think you've got some great wisdom and some great stuff to offer the body of Christ. But on this regard, I, I simply disagree. This is where I part ways and I say I disagree. I, I do not believe that theonomy and reconstructionism uh, is the ideal way for us as Christians to live. Now, with that said, I do, as I said a moment ago, I do believe that there's great moral wisdom uh, in terms of learning from the Old Testament. And I do think that we as Christians, as we vote and as we engage in culture and as we engage with our government, that we ought to bring those to the table, that the moral lessons we learn from the Old Testament do apply and they should be a part of the conversation, but we're not morally obligated. Like we we can learn from it. We ought to extrapolate lessons from it, but we're not, we're not obligated. We don't have to follow any of the rules of the Old Testament whatsoever. I think I think that is an area where I would say I disagree with some of my Reformed brethren. If you want to do some additional study on the topic, I'm going to have several links in the show notes for this episode. You can head over to our website, theologyfortherestofus.com, look at the show notes for episode 151, and click on any one of those links. I hope those will be helpful to you as you seek to do some additional research and study on the topic of theonomy and Christian Reconstructionism. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been helpful and insightful. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Quick heads up, I have another podcast. It's called the Student Ministry Podcast. It's designed for any youth worker investing in the lives of middle school, high school, or college students. Check it out at studentministrypodcast.com. Reminder, you can find me on Twitter. I love tweeting. I love connecting with people there. Find me there. My handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been 
theology for the rest of us. Hey.